Aromatime Bistro presents Wine Time Live, hosted by the Hudson Valley's premier green certified entrepreneurs, Marcus and Jamie Giuliano. So grab a glass of your favorite vino, sit back, relax, and travel with them, sharing their passion discovering unique vineyards, outstanding wines, delicious food, and great adventure. Everybody. Hi everybody, Jamie and Marcus here. Welcome to Wine Time Live number 12, The Heel of Italy. Ooh, I didn't even know what you called it. <laughs> yep. You know what wine I have, right? Well, I do know what wine, because it's one of our favorite wineries um, in Italy that we have gone to in southern Italy. Actually, I can't even really say that because all of them are so amazing. They're all, all so of, amazing. All of the wineries that we, we go to, that we become friends with, they're all so amazing. But this story in particular was something a little special, um, you know, when we actually, we weren't even sure we were going to get to this winery. I know, it was... It was, it was, it was an interesting, um, you know... There were two factors. Yes, there were. Benimino, the owner, his father was not doing well. He was in the hospital. Not doing well. He wouldn't have had a minor surgery that day. Yep. Um, and we were... He'd been in the hospital in and out. In and actually. out. Yes. And we were all over the place. We were. And we weren't sure we were going to even get near him. And we had reached out um, a few weeks before. And we never heard anything back from him. And then um, I guess when we were there, somebody gave us his, his WhatsApp number. Yes. And I think when we were in Matera, somebody there gave us the, um, his, his contact information and we reached out again and he was like, we would love, um, love to have you come visit. So we had also met him, I think, at, um, at an event in, in New York, York City. City. We yes. met him in New York City at, a, at, a, at a, one of our industry wine tastings. He was in New York City. So we, um, we waited and waited and waited actually outside. Ooh, outside of the winery, um, and it was late. It was getting late. We were running. We were an hour late for our appointment. We weren't late. He was late. Oh, that was that. We what were it was. sitting outside waiting for him. Remember, we were that's driving around, right, driving around. That's right. And he wasn't there yet. Okay. And, um, so the so, vineyard we're yeah. talking about is Botro Magno. Batro Magno. They are. He is from Benamino. Benamino's the owner. Benamino and his family, and they are from um, an area in Apulia, the most mountainous part of Apulia. Apulia being the heel of Italy, um, so inland, north of Arborabello, which is an amazing city we're going to, uh, with all the Trulies. Well, let's pour wine while you're. Let's talking. pour wine. Um, so it's one of the most mountainous regions. That's not saying much for Apulia. Apulia, we're down south. Um, it's more flat. Tuscany is very mountainous. Up north, up north is very mountainous. I'm just going to adjust our camera here if you're watching oh, us better. as opposed to listening to us. Um, Wine Time Live is, um, <coughs> you can catch these on iTunes, iHeartRadio, on Podbean, and wherever podcasts are, um, are heard. So you can download this. also live when we're doing them on Facebook and Instagram. So if you ever catch one on any of the podcasts, um, you can friend us on Facebook and, um, and uh, Instagram and follow us. And it's VIPWineryVacations.com. And um, you know, tag us so that when we start our live videos, you get to watch them with us. Right, so, on Facebook, we're on Aroma Time. Yes. On the Aroma Time Bistro fan page on Instagram, the VIP Winery Vacation fan page. So, um, Southern Italy, we had an amazing time there in 2019. Mm -hmm. um, in November, 
we were there for geez six seven days um, we didn't have enough time to really go through a pool year like mm. we wanted to our next trip to Italy stay tuned um, is 2021 we have some trips planned I'm not sure if April is gonna actually happen November is more likely uh, we were waiting till the first of the year. That's when um, the hotels and everybody needs to know exactly what's going on. But we're, we're finding that um, as of right now, chances are uh, April will not happen, but we will definitely, hopefully definitely, go in November of 2021. And you know, we have a lot of trips coming up. Um, we are planning, planning, planning. Um, we're starting to do some Finger Lake trips. Yes. So um, staying uh, in New York and going about three hours north to the Finger Lakes. Um, so if you are interested in any of those trips, VIPWineryVacations.com has info. You can give us a call and um, we'll share those with you. But our Italy trips are, are amazing and we're just, we're our, 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 branching out and figuring out more wineries actually since since we've started planning most of these right trips because we've gotten more contacts and and um some more places that we really 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 want to go right to, and so. we have so many itineraries planned we do for northern italy it's broken up into two places for southern italy for sicily for central italy um, we haven't even done anything with Abruzzo or Marche yet, which we're going to plan on doing Abruzzo and Marche at some point. And Emilio Romagna. We need to live there, and, and you can meet us in Italy, and we'll take you wherever that, you go. <laughs> that'd be great. So, if any of you are new to this, um, watching us or, or about the restaurant, Wine um, VIP Winery Vacations is our spinoff company that we take people to Italy uh, and we take 24 guests at a time to the vineyards that we actually buy from, that we know the owners, that we have a personal relationship that with. That we've built relationships built with over the many years. So, for example, um, Ben Amino, the owner of Boltramagno, um, I'm not. I'm surprised he's not on watching us right Sometimes now live. Sometimes he is, yeah. He, he's up he, late, too. He catches <laughs> a lot of our lives. So, yeah, so if he is, if he is live, hello, uh, um, Ben Amino, ben Amino. Um, and thank you for all your support. We love you, all of your wines. So, all right. So let's. Nero de Troya is a grape here. Nero de Troya is one of the three most significant red grapes in in Apulia. Uh, Primitivo, uh, Negro Amaro, and Nero de Troya being the the very uh, three most um, prominent, distinguished, predominant grapes in that area. In that area, in Apulia. Um, How many grapes are there in Italy? What? Oh, hundreds, 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 right? hundreds, hundreds of, and hundreds, hundreds yeah. of grapes. So, um, so Nero de Troya is known to be the very first rosé wine that was ever made. Mm -hmm. Rosé wine was born in Apulia. Some people think France, uh, Provence specifically, uh, rosé was born, but uh, rosé can be traced back to its origins in this part of Italy, in Apulia. Yes. And Nero de Troya was the grape that made rosé to begin right. with which really makes it much more of a significant grape. Um, now, let's taste the wine. It's, I've I, already I, I, tasted, I need a sip, I need a sip. I've already been tasting. Um, but yes, yeah, so we were, um, we, we stopped off at this vineyard and Ben Amino met us, um, met us there and he gave us an amazing tasting and a lot of great stories, which is kind of really fun for us to kind of find out when you're in the region, where the vineyards are and the stories as to why they name the wines what they name them. He has and a great story about his rosé. He has a great story about his rosé, which I just absolutely which love. Which we'll tell. But let's first start off with, with Boltramagno's um, origins. Boltramagno is an older winery. Um, it was a co-op. A lot of the southern Italian wineries were co-ops. Southern Italy was a very poor region um, and probably might be still the poorest region, if that makes sense. Um, 
So the um, so southern Italy, people would would take go from southern Italy and move north. They would move north and go to Milan to Rome and get jobs and migrate north. People would never come into um, uh, typically move in. It was a reverse migration, which Cantale, um, one of the vineyards we go to and we know Paolo, his family did a reverse. Um, they actually moved south. They actually moved south. So, but most of the grapes that were grown in that region were sent north. As sent well. north. So sent yes. North. So you had co-ops. You had mass producers that were, or co-ops that formed together to make big producers that would grow the grapes and ship them north to blend, or they would make very inexpensive co-op wine. Um, the wine region in southern Italy was really not a predominant thing until 30, 40 years ago, really. I mean, when you think about Italian wines like Chianti, the history of Chianti for the last 100 years, for Amarone for the last 100 years, for Barolos, and then you look at southern Italy, it's like a 30-year-old better wine industry. They were growing grapes back then and sending them north. So Botramagna was, 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 was not an exception. It was a co-op, and they grew grapes. They sent them north. Yeah. Um, or they grew grapes, um, they, made, they made juice, um, sent it north, or, or, or made cheaper, inexpensive wine, more, more table wine. In the early 90s, the co-op was in a lot of financial trouble. A lot of financial they, they They couldn't stay afloat financially. So they called Benamino, who was the local attorney in town. And Benamino, and I think his brother. He's a real estate attorney, right? He's an, he's an attorney. attorney yeah. He said if we need but, to buy real estate, go to him. Okay, but he knows a lot about, about real estate. Yeah, yeah. He might do real estate um, real estate transactions as well. So when we buy property Maybe in Italy, real estate lawyer. When it's <laughs> when it's time for us to buy property, we're going to Benamino. Yes. We've already had that figured out. <laughs> yeah. So Benamino's our guy, and so Benamino went to went to the co-op to try to restructure, and he looked at the co-op and he goes, "I can solve your financial problems. I'll just buy it. I'll buy the co-op." And they were like, really? So he bought the co-op, privatized the co-op, and um, and started acquiring land and kept the Bochamano name going um, in a private fashion instead of a co-op. And so the co-op was saved. They were very focused on wine production. He still he still does his attorney stuff. Um, they have a winemaker and they have a consulting winemaker who we met with. Um, well, that oh, that's there. right. He stopped in. Yes, right. There, there was the, yeah. the female. The the in-house winemaker is a female. Right. We have pictures and of her. And then there's a. We, yes. we posted of, of her. And then there's a consulting winemaker who happened to be there at the time. Mm -hmm. Italy has a lot of consultant the wine industry has a lot of consultant winemakers that that you'll hire somebody to come in and check on you four, five, six times a year to make sure that everything's going everything's great. Everything's going good. Everything's right? going great. You know that the production is looking good for that year. Taste right. out of the barrels. Give their suggestions. Give their expert advice. Expert advice, yeah. So a lot of wineries have, have, have a consultant winemaker that comes in just to make sure that they're on track. Mm -hmm. And the consultant winemaker was there. Um, Benamino was there. Benamino was late for the appointment, which was no problem because we just drove around. Remember we drove around um, that cute little town that Bochamagno's in? It's not Avellino. Oh, Avellino. yeah. And we stopped and had a coffee. We had a coffee. cute little shop. Cute little shop. Yeah, with the the mother and the, the mother. son. Remember the son came from yep, high school? came from school. Came from school. Yep. And um, she had a bakery. It was a bakery. A bakery. And we got talking to them. I forgot yes, about that. Yes, remember that? Yeah. It was, And this was near Siesta time and nothing was nothing open. Nothing was open, I mean, yeah. Siesta time in Italy, they literally drop those those iron curtains on, on buildings and you like, you can't even see in. Yeah, I forgot about so, that. Yeah. And the little boy was running around. Running bakery, around. And um, she was explaining to us how it's just her really working there. Yes. And uh, she's up early. She gave us a tour. Yep, she gave us a tour of the bakery. Yep, yep, yep. we went into the bakery. Yep. It was really, really awesome. 
um, and we had an espresso and we had some pastries. Yeah, we did end up And we spent about, yeah. what, 45 minutes with her? Yeah, it was nice to talk. And she didn't speak great English. This is the most, this, but... is, the, this is the best part. A lot of people speak English in Italy, uh, especially when you go to the major cities. Her son spoke more English. Her than son she spoke did. more English yes. than she did. But we communicated. We did. And we had a great time. Yes. And we sat there and we talked to her because we were the only ones in the place. Yeah. And in Italy, you walk into a bakery and it's a full bar. Like the behind the counters. Yeah, they have. Oh, there's they scotch. Have different. Um, there's sambuca. Yeah. There's wine. When you walk into a gas station. Let's, like an espresso machine better than the ones we have here any restaurant oh, any restaurant I know they have these three three group <laughs> chambales that are like 20,000 euros yeah. <laughs> but they're also bars they're so imagine pulling into a Valero and hanging out in a Valero for 45 minutes your friends come in having a shot having a, drink, yeah, having a shot, shot yeah. having a beer getting gas and then leaving every single gas station is like that in Italy and um, and this part really is no exception. So and pastry shops, little bakery shops are the same thing. You sit there and they they have a full liquor license. It's like it's not even like a thing that you wouldn't even expect. There's just full liquor. Yes. And so this little pastry shop had a full liquor license. Of course, we weren't drinking there uh, because we were going to get ready to go to a wine tasting um, at Botromano, and we spent some time there. A lot of one way streets. Oh yeah. A ton of one way that's streets. Right, that's right. Right. And we were like, just drive. This is at a point where on our trips when we're on our trips by ourselves. We don't care if we get lost. Yeah, we just kind of just go and find places and stop in and talk. And you know, that's how we learn the culture and that's how we learn where we want to take our guests when you're traveling with us. What region, what areas, how you know, sometimes we find these cute little places and we're like, we are so coming back here. And sometimes we get back there, sometimes we don't. Um, on our trips, but you meet the nicest people. People are just so gracious, so generous, so nice. We were saying Matera, right? Yep. And um, and um, when we first got to Matera, we couldn't find where we were going, right? We had booked oh. a hotel, and a lady actually like guided us. This and is a she funny story. Us. This yeah. is a funny story. So yeah. so um, we get to Matera, mm -hmm. and we're like, this city's terrible. And everybody. Brags, Everybody was raving about, about Matera. Matera, raving about Matera. And we're driving you around. You have to stay in Matera. You have to stay in Matera. It's Matera de Sassi, which is the um, which is the the, the good the old part yeah, of Matera. Yeah, yeah. And the new part of Matera is just above it, so it's literally a block apart. And we're driving around. I'm like, where's all the the the, the culture and all the right. buildings that people are talking about? So we park on this side street. And we're like, can we park here? So we ask this lady. Can we park here? Help us read the sign. She speaks perfect English. Perfect, perfect English, yes. So we're talking to her, and she's like, I'll walk you like halfway to where you're going. I'm like, thank you so much. So thank we booked a hotel that so we think so much. Like, so cute. Like, can we buy you a drink or something? She's right. like, no, no, that's okay, that's okay. She was from America, wasn't she? She was from America yeah, living there. Yeah, she was living there. Yeah, yeah, so we had this connection. It was so cool. Like, hey, can we buy you a drink or something? And, and she's we like, no, no, because she helped us a lot. Meter, how do you use the meter and, and pay for parking overnight? And she helped us do all of that stuff. Yeah, so then we walk like a half a mile to our hotel. Literally a half a mile to our hotel. Down, 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 down. Was not my favorite part of Matera. Just no. So everybody knows. We the, know better now. The next day on the way back to the car, in we the morning, we run into her again on the same block. She happens to be like, she was getting coffee. She was getting coffee. Yeah. So like, hey, we, we got our hotel last night. Everything was great. She's yeah. like, I'm so glad. You friend requests her on Facebook. You're friends with her on I Facebook. I am. I don't remember her, her name, name But we're like, we'll be back uh, to Matera at some point because yes. we, we told her about our travel business. We bring 24 people. And she was like, that's great. That's awesome. Um, so we're like, we'll be back. And so, yeah, we connected with her on Facebook. 
Um, but those are the stories that we love. It's so for her to be back at the same, same place spot, the next day. The next day there. on yeah. our way out was like, and she was just getting a coffee and walking to work. Yeah. So that that was really cool. We're like, hey, yeah. <laughs> and we walked. Fun. We actually walked by a pastry shop, and I saw her there. I'm like, Jamie. There That's she is. Her. There she is. So I went inside and I, I said, thank you so much. And yeah. So, yeah. so back to Botromano. So Benamino buys the property, buys, buy, buys a co-op in 92, um, early 90s. And um, him and his wife are trying to get pregnant. Mm -hmm. And they can't. They're unsuccessful at first. Right. So he is literally on, I think it's 1996 or something. I don't remember the dates. So he literally is out on one of the vineyards in the, in the late nineties. In the late nineties, you, you you were able to have a phone, yeah. flip up phone. You're able to you know, maybe it was a Motorola flip flip phone. So he's on one. He's on a property looking to buy the vineyard, looking to buy that plot of land, that plot of land to grow grapes. He gets a call from his wife and says, "Guess what? We're pregnant. Pregnant. <laughs> we're pregnant." So he says, "Okay." We must buy this property. That's buy. like the sign. We must, we must buy, buy this, this property. property yeah. And they make a rosé from that property called Lulu. Lulu. And they which name, is their daughter's what is name. Lulu. So Lulu Rosé from Botramano is the name of the daughter because that he got the phone call when he was standing, literally standing on the property looking at it that they're pregnant. That yeah. she's pregnant after yeah. trying, after unsuccessful tries. Um, so he was like, that's meant to be. That's meant to be, yeah. And we've had the Lulu here. It's a beautiful bottle of rosé. Amazing narrative. We'll bring it back again probably next summer or towards the spring. Yep, yep. You know, so, great wine. So the Lulu Rosé. Yeah. We've had a lot of wine from Botramano. We have, this is our last bottle of Nero de Troya. So it's going to be a while before I bring this back. So we have to order again from the distributor and bring it back. It's mm -hmm. really a nice bottle though. Um, we have their Botro, which Botro. is a blend of organically grown grapes. They, the, the vineyard is very, very sustainable, very, very conscious, very, very organic. They have an actual couple plots of land that are certified organic, actually certified, where they can actually say, hey, these are certified. Um, and okay. we had that here. It's a great bottle of wine. What do we retail for? $14.99, uh, I think? Uh, yeah, $14.99 is retail to leave here. It's great. Um, the Botro. We've even done a special for, on it for $9.99 um, a few times. Uh, the Botro. If you like Pinot Grigio, if you're a Pinot Grigio drinker, give this one a shot. It's got a bit more to it, um, but it's on that light body stock Very side. Light body. Yep. And made organic with organic grapes. Really, really good. Uh, we've had his Lulu, the Falangina. We served the Falangina all summer long. When I shucked oysters out front, the Falangina was our go-to. Hey, you want oysters? Try a glass of Falangina. It's yeah. amazing. Falangina is one of the most significant grapes, white grapes in Southern Italy, besides Fiano. Fiano and Falangina mm -hmm. are probably the we two had top ones. Primitivo. Yeah, we, we, we had the yeah, Primitivo had the too. So, so yeah. So um, Ben Amino did a wine event with us back in the summertime. We did it in our garden. We did a tasting of all of his, a lot of his wines. And he joined us he on did. He joined us on a Skype call. Or Skype, Skype or Zoom. Yeah. Folks, it's six hours ahead in Italy. So when it's, it's six thirty right now. When it's yeah. six thirty here, it's twelve thirty there. And that's exactly what he did. He goes, Marcus, he actually offered, I didn't have to ask him. Yeah. He goes, You're doing one of my events, I see, because we, we, we message on WhatsApp. Yeah, yeah. Um, we message a lot of our Italian wine um, contacts on WhatsApp. Uh, that's how we communicate. And um we uh he reached out to us. He's reached said, out to us to Marcus. You want me to be on yeah. your you know uh Zoom call in or were uh, Skype in and he spoke to our guests while they were sitting out in the garden and he talked to them about um, about the winery and um, it was really cool it was nice to 
it's nice when those those relationships happen and, and they're willing to uh, to to get up early or stay up, up late, late or whatever it might be to join us for for events like that and you know our trips are like that you know if you travel with us the usually the the winemaker the owners they're all there with us um, and they taste with us and they come meet you and Ben Amino cannot wait for us oh to my come. god he's so excited he's so excited about yeah. to bet right so. Um, Hopefully November 21, uh, 2021. Will, 2021, we will be back in uh, Italy, we'll be in Apulia, we'll be visiting Benamino at Batromagno, and um, he can share all these stories with you as well. So um, Right. Now, Batromagno makes one wine in particular that they're the only, so, so, so in Italy, so in Italy, in Italy, like, so this is from Apulia, so it gets an Apulian IGT sticker on it, or sometimes Chianti will say Chianti DOC or DOCG. So each region of Italy is entitled to make, like, so Champagne France, this is the easiest way to explain it. Champagne France, in the region of Champagne, when you make Champagne, then you can stamp it Champagne and you have to pay the government their fee so they can oversee your production to make sure you followed all the exact the guidelines, laws, yeah. guidelines to represent what champagne is. Because if you all of a sudden put out this bottle of non-sparkling wine and call it champagne, that's not champagne. Can't do that. You'd be upset, the other producers would be upset. Um, so they have to keep these tight regulations to keep, to conform with- The consortium. The consortium, right? conform consortium. with what the consumers want and what works in that region. So same thing in Italy. So you have all these DOCs, IGTs, DOCGs. Well, there's one region in Italy called Gravina. I'm not sure if it's a DOC or yeah, Gravina. I'm not sure if it's a DOC or a DOCG. It's just two, two, two different levels of certification. So it's basically a plot of land that the Italian government says, you know what, this, this plot of here grows amazing Fiano. And if, I'm not sure if it's Fiano, but if you, it grows amazing Fiano, and if you take the Fiano and you age it for a year in stainless and a year in the bottle, and you release it on this date afterwards, and you do, if you follow these guidelines, this grape in this area is gonna be amazing, and it gets a stamp of approval, and you can call it Gravina, or you can call it Chianti, or you can call it Barolo, or you can call it Amorone, or Valpolicella, right? You get but the, it's from that right. particular region. So Gravina is a specific region in Bocciomagno's district. And I think there's only one producer. There's only Batramagno. one producer of yes, Gravina. Yes. It's Batramagno. No other producer has land in this specific region. So he's the only, only producer, producer of, of Gravina. Gravina. So when you see Gravina from Southern Italy, or Gravina from anywhere, because it's Gravina from Southern Italy, uh, Botram, it's gonna be Batramagno. He's the only one, Benamino's the only one who has the rights um, and the goods to make that particular so, wine. Yeah. So we have not brought that wine in yet. We need to bring it in. We've drank it many times. Mm -hmm. Drank it in Italy, we've drank it here. It's not in current stock and currently, but maybe we will bring that in one of our next wines from, from Benamino. So a lot of people ask us, well, do you buy the wines directly from the vineyards? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can't. I mean, we can't. We can't. We can't sell it here legally really? if we've bought it directly from the vineyard unless they have a specific license. So we have to buy it from the distributors here in the States. So not all of the wines that we taste when we're in Italy can we actually get here in the States, right? Because they don't, they don't import all of those wines. They only import, some of them might only import two of their wines into the States. Some might import all of their wines. 
So um, you have to go through a specific distributor, and um, that's how we buy we buy the wine. So exactly, and they have to so, pay New York State yep. taxes and all that that good stuff. So by going through the distributor, then we get to get to connect with the owners. Mm -hmm. now, a lot of times we meet the owner first at an event. Yeah, and then we like like remember one winery we met years and years ago from Campania uh, Elare. From Donna Chiara. Donna Chiara, yeah. Yeah, so we met Alara, Alara at a taste. Alara, Alara. Alara, Alara. Alara yeah. At a Alara. wine tasting. Um, and we didn't know anything about her wine. Mm -hmm. We tasted it, we loved it, we fell in love with the wines. We then found her wine with the distributor. The distributor. And we started buying it. And when we went to Italy this last trip that we went to in 2019 in November, we actually reached out to her and we went to visit her on our, on yep. our own, basically. And she wasn't there because she was at no, the... No, her husband was there. Her she husband was, was there. He yeah. gave us a great tour. His English was a little yeah. sketchy. She he, speaks great. Made him, he made us an amazing oh, meal for oh. lunch, right? And um, it was awesome. Yeah. And, um, he so was he, worried that he was going to He get, also has a wine line. He has a label. He has a label, has too. A, label. a fun yeah. label. Yeah. Like a motorcycle on the yeah, front. It was a really his, fun label. And the skull. I, yeah. I can't remember the name of his... Uh, his wine, you know, uh, his label. His but brand, but yeah, it's not available in the U.S. No, but Donna Chiara makes awesome, yep, awesome yep, wine. Yep. So and they have a wine. We'll open one of her bottles soon. Yes, and they have a wine consultant mm -hmm. that comes in and, and consults for them, um, who is from um, Falesco. Yes. Ricardo Coltarelli is, is their consultant, which Ricardo Coltarelli, um, he is the one who started Falesco. His daughters now own it, and they... Um, mm -hmm. That's our first stop when we do our Central yes. Italy trip. And yeah. if you are watching and you are listening, you've been on that Central Italy trip, uh, the Falesco is is that winery that, that he... Cotarella. The Cotarella family. Yes. So. Um, Excellent. All right. Well, great. So... Uh, we've said a lot and we haven't drank much. I know. It's time to drink. Right. Um, hope everybody is uh, doing well and um, staying safe out there. Um, if you are ever interested in traveling with Marcus and I, we'd love to have you uh, on one of our trips. Um, they're very educational. They are wonderful. They're fun. Um, you get to travel with us, um, VIPWineryVacations.com. And um, we'd love to show you a good time and, uh, and just have fun. Yep, so, exactly. Cheers. Right. Cheers, everybody.